Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Welcome today to a new series here from the International Gospel Hour, and it's titled, Are You Studying? 2 Peter 3 verse 18 teaches us to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and this will be a great opportunity to do so. A thank you to our Jay Webb for his kind introductions and greetings to everyone. We're always delighted that you have chosen to tune into our broadcast through the International Gospel Hour. For 60 years, our first host of the International Gospel Hour, the late V.E. Howard, was well known for saying, Are you listening? It was his way of getting attention to the listeners in the radio audience. Whenever he would pause and say, Are you listening? Well, it made you pause to see if you were. We at the International Gospel Hour embrace his phrase with various segments. As a matter of fact, many times our broadcasts are introduced as, Are you listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Our newsletter that is absolutely free, and we'll send it to anybody if you let us know through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Well, our newsletter is called, Are You Listening? It's just a way that we honor Brother Howard. And I always encourage folks at the end of our broadcast to keep listening. And so today, we're going to use Brother Howard's phrase and use it in this application as we begin a textual study through the International Gospel Hour broadcast that we wish to title, Are You Studying? My predecessor, Jody Apple, would take a book of the Bible and spend time in looking at that material each and every broadcast. Now, this is not going to be like Jody's series where it is a back-to-back series, because, you know, a lot of times folks are unable to listen to us back-to-back, and if there's ever a broadcast that is a part one or part two, we will let you know. And uh, we have access, we have ways you can access broadcast if you need to listen to one that you might have missed. Anyway, dear friends, this is not a back-to-back series, but we're going to use the series, Are You Studying?, as an expository approach to the Scripture. That means we're going to take a chapter or maybe a segment of a chapter and look at the text expositorily or expose it to help us in our studies. I believe you'll enjoy it, and today we're going to begin this series with Psalm 1. Now, before we do that, as we are beginning a new series, we would like to commemorate it with a free book just for you. Please listen to our J-Web. Kind listeners, would you love to know more about Jesus? To know more of the victory one has in Christ? We have a special study in one booklet called Victory in Jesus, and it is absolutely free. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Victory Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say Victory Study. 
You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study. We'll send it as soon as possible. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff and our study. Dear friends, are you studying? Let's consider Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Dear friends, this psalm is thought to serve as an introduction to the rest of the psalms. It is called the Threshold Psalm, as it is penned to us through and into the ideal entrance to the book as it kind of carries us through and gets us over the threshold, much like a groom carries his bride over the threshold. You know, of interest, I found an old tradition reasoned that this was actually the last psalm that was penned, that the other 149 had been penned by inspiration, and this was the one written to introduce and lead into the book. Now, dear friends, I don't know that that would hold much water, but I found it rather interesting, but nevertheless... Psalm 1 is written by inspiration, and all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. So whether or not it was intended for that purpose, Psalm 1 does lay a good foundation. The breakdown is quite simple. It's a clear contrast of the godly person in verses 1 through 3, the ungodly person in verses 4 through 5, and the way of each eternally, verse 6. The late Winford Clark had a simple breakdown of this chapter, or of this psalm. The godly man, you look at his separation, his satisfaction, and his stability. And the ungodly man, you see a sure rejection, a shameful reproach, and a sorrowful ruin. Now, let's begin with verses 1 through 3, and let's look at the godly man. We have to notice his progression. He's walking, then he's standing, then he is sitting. It slows down, and it may very well put us in the wrong place. We're walking, we're standing, and then we're sitting, which means we're settling in. But you see, he does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, or stands in the way of sinners, or sits in the seat of the scornful. He finds delight. The vast majority of translations see this good word as a pleasure or an interest. His pleasure is in the law of the Lord. His delight is in the law of the Lord. He has an interest. It's akin to the Lord having delight in that Persian king Cyrus, as we note from Isaiah 4 and verse 28. In other words, he has delight in the law of the Lord, and this is it. He has no time for counsel of the ungodly. He has no time to stand in the wrong way. There's no appeal there to him. No time to sit and deride, to be scornful or to be prideful. These things simply do not appeal to him. He meditates upon the word. 
a word that means I'm determined to learn of its meaning. I want to know more about this. Now, dear friends, don't laugh, but the Hebrew word has a basic meaning of a low sound, or it's like you're talking to yourself, reasoning things out. That's thought of meditation. He is like a tree. He's rooted and planted. By choice, he has been rooted and planted in that he's been baptized into Christ, into the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ, Romans 6, 1 through 6. He's prosperous. These are things that we can learn today to help us be like that tree by the water. And then we learn from Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8, similar passage of the man who trusts in the Lord. Well, he's like a tree planted by the waters. Trees that fell as a kid on the riverbank I remember I'd love to find those because it was a great place to fish. You could fish right there near those roots, and you could still draw from the water. It was great for, as we call it, uh, fishing for, for perch or perch jerking, if you will. And we see this man is faithful and fruitful in his growth. This man would be one today who would be in Christ Jesus as part of the true vine, John fifteen one through 10. Now we see on the other side the ungodly man in verses 4 and 5. He is not blessed. He's not praised. He's hopeless because he is not approved of God. He is steered by the world. The, the thought of he is like a shaft. He's tossed to and fro as the winds blow it. It has no direction. That being the husk of grains and grasses that are separated during threshing. It's straw that is cut up for fodder. It's worthless matter and it's refuse. And it's useless part of the grain. It just doesn't, just doesn't work. And we're blown aside. And that's what the ungodly man winds up becoming. He is his own man, if you will. But yet, his being on his own man is not what he needs. He's not building on the foundation of Christ, 1 Corinthians 3, verses 11 through 15. He's building on the foundation or he's building com- contributing wood, hay, and straw that will be tested by the fire and will be gone. You see, the ungodly uh, does not stand or sinners in the congregation of the righteous. He doesn't have anything to do with church, if you will. Dear friends, when we come down to verse 6, I want you and I to think about this in a moment as we wrap up our study. But very quickly, let me pause here and mention to please go to your iPhone or your Android device, go to wherever it's the App Store or Google Play, and download the International Gospel Hour app. You'll be able to access through our app a couple of video lessons from our first speaker, Brother V.E. Howard. You can have easy access to our website, to our resources, our YouTube page. There's a lot there on the International Gospel Hour app. Download it today. When we take a look at verse 6, we find the contrast of the men. The way of the righteous is known of the Lord, but yet the way of the ungodly shall perish. From the Teacher's Annual Lesson Commentary of 1972, a study of material for Churches of Christ, we find on page 182 concerning verse 6 that how Jehovah knows the way of the righteous which means that he takes notice of and approves it. And for the Bible clearly teaches that the Lord carefully watches over and encourages every person who lives in accordance with his will. The writer of Hebrews says, 
that God is not unrighteous to forget your work and the love which you showed toward his name and that you ministered unto the saints and still do minister Hebrews 6 verse 10 with a parallel of Matthew 25 31 through 40. Dear friends, the righteous may sometimes think that they have been forgotten as Joseph probably did during his days of affliction in Egypt or Job during the time of his suffering, but Jehovah's promise to his people will never be broken. Therefore, let's ponder the following from our friend Robert Taylor in his book uh, concerning the Psalms. He mentions one of five things, and this stands forth as we conclude our study. There is a sure and certain payday for all sinners. Let's be as the man in Psalm 1. Thank you for joining me today for this section, Are You Studying? I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,